Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away All right, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan, brought to you in part by our friends out at Cafe Dam and a classic American coffee house over there in Ankeny, uh, right across from DMAC or up in Ames. Either one of those locations. A great breakfast going on right now. If you want to take advantage of that, I know a lot of folks are, and uh, they got some of the best coffee I've had in a long, long time. And don't forget, they are the official coffee of the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan shows. Thanks to Bill and all the gang over there. Hey, and they're not just coffee. You know, they got even though they got like seven different kind of roasted beans for you to enjoy each and every day. They also have pancakes and waffles and omelets and biscuits and uh, I I could go on forever. But they do it right, man. I had breakfast there a couple of weeks ago and it was amazing. And uh, if you're looking for something to good to eat this morning i would head over to a um, uh, cafe diem have you a nice fresh roast cup of coffee and some nice uh, some nice breakfast to start your day and tell them outdoors dan sent you will you we are streaming live on facebook right now thanks to the imperial rv live stream thanks to denise and zach for that i want to say hi to danny denise david liz liz good how good to see you liz good uh, ken cole danny wood mark moen clint tom dave ramsey anad i hope i said that right anad but thanks to everybody that's popping in. We really appreciate that, Gary. Good to see you. Hey, don't forget on the Imperial uh, RV live stream, if you go watch it, there's extra deals going on uh, from Imperial RV. They'll be popping in and there. I can't tell you because I promised everybody if they just watch or listen to the show on the live stream, if they keep an eye out, uh, Zach and them guys will be popping on here in the next week or two. We're just trying to get the awareness out that uh, we have the stream up and we've had so many people ask us about the stream and we finally got a way to do it. I apologize. We have to do it this way, but I've got it actually shooting in the other studio because that's the only way if someone calls in or if we have a guest that you can hear both sides of the show. And I know that you're going to miss seeing my beautiful face. I know, I, I know that you just have to get over that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm kidding. But uh, that's the only way uh, we can do that. So, hey, uh, Wayne Gilman, good to see you, buddy. So, uh, we've got a we've got a full show to talk about. Where uh, we had, uh, if you missed last week, I encourage you to go back to the the podcast. If you go to uh, Des Moines uh, website, it's espndesmoines.com. They have our full podcast on. Smoking Joe Smelter is actually watching the show right now on on Facebook. Thank you, Joe. But if you go to espn.com, uh, DS, 
ESPNDesMoines.com. Uh, they've got all of our podcasts up, and you can listen to a show if you missed it. But D Rock uh, is actually a host of East Coast Bow Hunters, and uh, we it was a delightful interview last week. I really enjoyed that, and uh, we'll try to do more of that. I uh, we're going to be having somebody on to talk about food plots here in the next week or two. I'm just trying to get him all lined out and see if we can get going on with that. And then, you know, we're switching into uh, deer season mode. Uh, I know a lot of folks are going to start doing their deer preparation. It's July, so we're going to have to start moving some stands and making sure our shooting lanes and our food plots and everything's out to date. So we'll uh, we'll kind of shift the focus to the show. And then uh, when we get into the waterfowl seasons, we'll have some of the waterfowl guys coming on too, just to make sure we're trying to hit everybody. And uh, I'm going to try and get Todd Bogan shoots on here in the next three or four uh, weeks. He is our uh, Iowa uh, upland biologist. And Monty, that's always nice, man. I, th- I really appreciate that. Um, he is our upland biologist. And I, w- I want to find out exactly what they're thinking uh, the uh, the damage is going to be for the the uh, lesser of the habit with the, the rain and the winter that we had, um, how much that's going to affect our upland population. You know, and we'll really know more after the completion of the August roadside surveys. But uh, we'll see what's going on, and uh, hopefully we can uh, get some uh, some better news than what we had uh, a couple of weeks ago. So rough night at the old outdoors Dan house. My wife's uh, my wife's little buddy Hannah, uh, I think, had a stroke yesterday. So we've been nursing a cat all uh, all night, and that's tough. Oh, it's tough because you know I hate to see her. I hate to see her cry, and you know you feel bad for the kitty. And she's walking around. She's a little. She's a little sideways. You know, but, uh, you know, hopefully she can pull out of it. She's 18, man. That cat's, that cat's amazing. I mean, that's a long, that's, that's a, a that's long old, life. Yeah. A long time for a cat, but you know, she, she, uh, it's always nice. You know, I come home after a bad day of hunting or whatever, you know, she's always there to say, Hey dummy, you know, <laughs> cheer up. It's not that bad. You know? So I kind of, you know, I kind of like the cat. So, you know, and Jenny's listening right now. So I have to say that. <laughs> yeah, your your hands are tied. You got to do it. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Anyway, hope everyone had a great fourth. Man, I tell you what, they're still celebrating. I was two o'clock in the morning last night. Boom, boom. Hey, uh, real quick, and I'm not complaining. Okay, I'm just saying this is just a uh, just a little thing to remind you. If you have neighbors uh, that you know served in our our our, our armed services. Make sure that you're aware of that because some of them folks coming back from uh, campaigns might have post-traumatic stress disorder. And hearing the fireworks and stuff is not really conducive to their PS, uh, PSTD or PTSD. Yeah, PTSD. So keep that in mind, will you? Because we want to make sure that we're, we're treating our neighbors the, the way we want to be treated. One thing I liked about us, one, uh, some of the national parks, what they did was they invited some of the vets out there and obviously you can't shoot fireworks out there at the national parks. So they allowed some of the veterans to come out there and kind of have a quiet evening. Yeah. I, I really like, I really appreciate it. Well, we got to take care of our vets. You know, I was thinking about something this week too. And you know, when I get to thinking, that's not always a good thing, but, uh, what I was trying to think of a way, um, wouldn't it be kind of cool? You know, we got share the harvest here, right? Or honey, or hush, help uh, hunters help us stop hunger, and that is such a successful program where hundred hunters across Iowa are donating hundreds of thousands of pounds of venison that goes to food pantries and 
<laughs> Gary Thompson. Ooh, the Raccoon Ridge Golf Tournament's going on. Oh, Raccoon Ridge Tournament's going on. Hey, Gary, shoot straight, man. Nice to see you, and thanks for listening. We, um, we uh, Hunters donate hundreds of thousands of pounds of venison to food pantries and shelters all across Iowa with the Hush Program. It's a big success. But wouldn't it be neat if we could, uh, for some way or somehow, take, take a program and start it here in Des Moines where if we do it during the winter, that uh, hunters could donate to a shelter, like uh, the Milo Locker. Uh, I'm going to talk to Daryl and Angie about this. Donate to a processor. And then if we could team up with somewhere, um, I know somebody was telling me about a mission here in Des Moines. I, I called Speed at Cookie's Barbecue Sauce, and I was telling him, I said, hey, Speed, I want to try and do something for our vets. You know, uh, there's a lot of homeless vets uh, that are uh, that are going around, and wouldn't it be nice to set up a program through hunting that we knew that we were at least giving uh, hunters, or, uh, our veterans, one good meal a day during the winter. So, you know, start it like in November, run through January, February, March, and, you know, have a bowl of venison chili, venison stew, you know, something that, uh, you know, they get some good quality protein and, uh, you know, it would allow hunters to go out and buy a couple extra tags and, you know, keep their hunting uh, season going. But, you know, donate that, uh, donate that game to to that program and he goes man that's a great idea it's just we got to figure out how you know you'd have to have the facilities to do it but i I, mean i'm going to try and see if i can't work on something like that i don't know if i can get it done but you know i never have a problem asking i mean all you can i don't have a problem being told no but i i just think that would be a wonderful way for us to give back to our, our veterans community our homeless community um to make sure that during the winter you know we're helping them through our passion of the outdoors and, you know, helping them, uh, you know, sustain their life a little better. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? That'd I think, be really nice. I, th- I think it would be a great program. I really do. Um, you know, and if anybody's listening, uh, listen uh, on the show regularly on 1350 ESPN or 102.1 FM, or if you're watching us on the stream, if you if you have suggestions, email me. Go to OutdoorsDan.com. My email's right there. I would love to hear it. But I, I just think that would be a neat thing to do. Um, and it, it shouldn't be that hard. Um, you know, we could have a couple of archery shoots or a couple of sporting clay shoots during the summer to help support it, you know, raise some money. I mean, Bobby and uh, Karen, we just raised uh, $10,000 for veterans efforts. And I talked to Bob about this. Maybe we could take part of that from the freedom shoot and apply it there. But as long as it's going to Iowa veterans is the most important thing, but we could do a couple extra fundraisers. Um, you know, maybe we do a wild game dinner. I know the beast feast, we raise quite a bit of money with that every year for leukemia and lymphoma, but I, I just thought that would be a great thing to do for, you know, for the hunting community to get part and, and to give back to our veterans. So I don't know, like I said, just got me thinking about stuff this, uh, this week and, <sighs> okay, I'm tired. I, I was, that was a lot of thinking. All that thinking. All that thinking. Man, it's tough. It is tough. I'm telling you, it's just kind of crazy. So, uh, uh, went out to archery field and sports yesterday and, uh, shot my, my elite, uh, ritual 35 for a little bit. That felt good to shoot some arrows. I got my 40 yard pins all sided in and getting ready. So I, this has been a hard week for me cause I started a weight loss program. I, uh, I got back from the Dells and I said, you know, I, I'm you, you big fat slob. You got to get some weight off of you. Cause if you're going to go elk hunting here in a couple months, you're going to die on that mountain if you don't. So. I started this thing and I'm down seven pounds since Monday. It's, Good job. Been, it's been tough though, man. I, I, I tell you, I hate dieting. I hate watching. 
and especially with barbecue uh, there's barbecue all around me and it's like oh my gosh i cannot eat no barbecue it was killing me no barbecue well no you, you know it's it's just uh you, the you can't have the extra sauce and i love my cookies yeah. and cookies is pretty good you know it's just i really have to watch the sugars yeah, and, I understand, yeah. you know so i uh i you know i had uh i had steak which is fine you get five ounces I had some venison, five ounces of venison. Five, I had uh, chicken breasts. You know, that's what you got to eat. And, and then you eat some of their supplemental food. But uh, I started it Monday, and I weighed in this morning, and I'm down seven pounds. Congratulations. Good job. Well, I got three more. I got another three weeks because I'd like to lose 20 pounds. If I can lose 20 pounds, then I can start running and or walking fast. Yeah, walking fast. So <laughs> walking fast. What am I thinking? Running? What's that? <laughs> Let's walk before we run here. <laughs> man i tell you what it's tough i hurt my achilles tendon during hunting season last year and i couldn't hardly walk and i couldn't i couldn't i, I couldn't do anything you know and that lingers oh I, it took me it's just now i'm where i'm over it uh thank you tony i appreciate that tony says he likes the idea on the vet's meal thank you i appreciate that tony um i just uh you know yeah i mean it's i'm 55 now and it just it just man i don't bounce back like it used to it takes a while to heal up kind of crazy yeah not like us young folk <sighs> oh what happened <laughs> oh there goes my heel <laughs> <laughs> these are sound bites that we will use in the future folks uh, i remember when i could hurt something and be out next morning <sighs> yeah i'm telling you it's it's not fun it just isn't. You do the best angry old man I've ever heard. Yeah, I don't know if he's angry. But hey, well, fishing's <laughs> been good. Uh, a lot of folks have been tearing up the bass. I talked to a guy in Donnie yesterday, and he's been catching some really nice five, six-pound bass. Uh, some of the private areas. Now, he told me about this little sweet spot over in Big Crete, and I'm swore to secrecy. But uh, I, I'm anxious to hear more about that, because Big Creek's been my nemesis, man. I just I have not just done well at Big Creek. That's just being honest. But uh, I talked to some uh, several friends all around the state, and they were really doing well on the on the fishing. And, excuse me, on the fishing, and um, try not to cough in your ear. Uh, but it's uh, it's been exciting. So, oh my gosh, Mark Moser is watching us on Facebook on our live stream. Do you know who Mark Moser is? Mark Moser was uh, a MVP of the St. Louis Steamers or ambush soccer teams. And I mean, that's like royalty in St. Louis, so, a big soccer star. Yeah. Mark Moser, who works at the big 550 KTRS down in St. Louis, my other station. I got royalty watching me right now. I, I just got goosebumps. We are honored. I'm telling you. We're bound I, I, down I, I'm, here. I'm, I'm, it's amazing, man. Moser, good to see you, buddy. 517 and some, 517, 715 and some change. I'm, I've got my dyslexia going on today now. So there you go. Hey, I need to take a real quick break, but before I do, uh, Biagi's has had some really cool specials going on. I mean, they've had delivery specials. Uh, they had uh, they had uh, pasta specials going on, and I know a lot of folks are you know doing a lot of activities out and about. You get home, you know it's dinner time. You don't feel like cooking. Well, how about calling Biagi's two two one ninety nine hundred two two one ninety nine hundred. Tell them the outdoor guy sent you, and you could get some fresh made pasta just for you. Uh, you know, my favorite's the chicken parm, but you could have the lasagna, the spaghetti. Uh, uh, you could do the uh, oh, what uh, what's uh, 
what's uh one of what's the, one of the other ones? You know, uh, you know, it's killing me to talk about Biagi's right now because I can't have pasta right now either. But you know, you know, lasagna bolognese. Uh, you can have the spaghetti marinara, spaghetti meatball, baked penne sarde. I mean, you, it's your choice of pastas, salads, breads. And uh, I'm telling you what, man, the soups, the minestrone soup I could have, that's really good. That's home, that's made every day special for you at Biagi's. Go check them out. I promise you, you will have a great time, great food, great scenery, and they are just uh, super nice people. Tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. Good morning, Jeff Knutson. Good to see you. Neil Sanders, how you doing, buddy? I have to hit a real quick break. We will be right back. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Uh, we always appreciate you tuning in. Hey, sponsor of the week is JLM Guns. Thanks to Mike and everybody out there over in Urbandale or on Douglas, uh, in Urbandale on Douglas. Hey, and don't forget, you can make uh, get those Make the Outdoors Great Again t-shirts. Uh, really nice looking shirt with the JLM logo. My logo is on the back for the radio show. And it's got a beautiful uh, outdoor motif on the front. It's just a beautiful red standout shirt showing your support for the outdoors. They're 20 bucks, and uh, there's like uh, 20 or 25, 30 shirts left. So uh, get in there, and uh, we got uh, 3X, 2X, and I think uh, a couple larges. But uh, they're going quick, so get in there and check them out while you can. And I know Mike and everybody would appreciate you doing that. And we always appreciate Mike at JLM Guns. Uh, let's see. We got the live stream going. So, uh, other than that, uh, let's go see what's no wake speed at blue Lake. Did you guys hear about this up in Monroe County? Uh, boaters on blue Lake and Ottawa will be restricted to operating their boat at no wake speed, which equates to about roughly five miles per hour while the lake level is above flood stage. You know, it's the, with the flooding and everything, it's been crazy all across the Midwest. I talked to some people down at Lake of the Ozarks and down to Truman and uh, they've uh, they've gotten so much debris, uh, big trees floating, branches floating in. People have been tearing off their lower units on their boats. They've been flying down with those bass boats, and they're hitting these brand, these logs and stuff. And it's just been killing their lower units. So there's a lot of folks, man. Be if you're out in a boat, out there boating, operating in the water, uh, on the rivers, and on the bigger uh, fisheries and stuff. Make sure you're staying aware of what's uh, what debris in the water, because man. You tear that motor up, that's expensive. Dr. Don Gilbert's watching us on Facebook right now. Dr. Don Gilbert, everybody. That's always an honor. Yeah, Dr. Don. We love Dr. Don. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, late winter. Andrew, can you bump bump them up just a little bit more? Thank you. Uh, late winter snow, spring rain, dampened pheasant and quail nesting outlook. I talked about this last week, but I had a couple of people ask me again, so I told them I'd read it. Iowa string of mild winters came to a screeching halt uh, halfway through the 2019 winter uh, with the calendar turned on to February and the weather pattern went haywire. Uh, according to Todd Bogenschutz, our good old buddy, who is the Alpland Wildlife Research Biologist in the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, Todd said, we had such an unusual winter last year, starting out mild and dry. Then we had a winter worth of snow, 23 inches in February and several warm-up cold snaps that brought freezing rain and ice. Not an easy winter for pheasants and quail to survive. Throw in what he experienced in May, and he's not too optimistic about their chances for an increase in the upland bird population. 
Pheasant and quail, of course, as we know, are ground nesting birds. And with the spring flooding and record rains in May, plus the June storms, that will have an impact on the nesting success. And, you know, we had Todd on a few weeks ago. And, you know, one of the things that I didn't realize in doing the show for 23 years, that's one of the things I like about it as I learn stuff every week, is the fact that um, uh, uh, turkeys or pheasants or quail, they'll keep trying to re-nest. Uh, until they have uh, the uh, the adult hens will do that, and uh, until they have a successful clutch or, or you know that which is their eggs in their nest. But every time that they have to re-nest, um, it's a little bit less in the egg production. So you know that's how that goes. But uh, hopefully uh, we can get that uh, working out a little better, and uh, hopefully things like I said when they have the August roadside survey, that is going to be uh, August first through the fifteenth. And what that is, is they, they drive the same 218 30 mile routes. So they do 218 of them. They're 30 mile routes over the great Iowa gravel road areas in the mornings. And that's when they have the heavy dew. Uh, the birds are trying to get out of the, uh, the vegetation to get dry and, uh, they're on the gravel and the folks can check them and count them and see what's going on. But, uh, we should have the results of that August roadside survey around September 15th. So Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll have a little better news. So 244-1350, are the numbers to call. If you want to call in and chat about something, we'd love to hear from you. So we'll see what's going on. Uh, I went out last uh, Saturday after the show uh, down to Aquabi and went to the Isaac Walton, the Warren County Isaac Walton League and uh, took advantage. They had uh, an archery shoot, Mid-Iowa Bowhunters did. It was the Irv Wagner Memorial Shoot. And I uh, got a chance to see uh, Mark and Jill and the kids and a whole bunch of other people I haven't seen in a while. And that was a lot of fun. Actually got to shoot the pop-up. Connie and Bob Danner, good to see you guys. Nice. Thanks for popping in on the live stream. And, uh, you know, I tell you what, there, it was hot. But uh, a lot of folks uh, got there early while we were actually doing the show and got in the shoot. And like I said, man, now's the time to practice, practice, practice. Whether you're uh, an upland shooter, I know a lot of folks are out there shooting sporting clays, uh, doing that at different uh, areas or facilities. A lot of folks are out there shooting their bows. A lot of folks are out there shooting their rod and reel. That's right, you know, getting that old rod and reel going with that mono. But uh, you know, things are uh, things are. It's that time of year, and we're we're enjoy the summer because I'm telling you what, you're gonna wake up and it's gonna be September. It's gonna come quick. I'm telling you, I can't believe we're already in July. This year has just flown by. Speaking of flying, have you been to Herman's Fine Jewelers? You should, if not, you need to fly on down there and uh, take advantage of what they got going on. They got some really nice special deals. Donnie and Frank over there at 2900 University Avenue, West Des Moines. They've been helping people here in Des Moines for 37 years, folks. If you need something nice for a special occasion, uh, Jenny's daughter's birthday was the other day. See, that would have been a special deal to go down there and to get uh, something nice for Katie. But uh, if you got something, you got an anniversary, you got a birthday coming up, if you're getting engaged, if you got a, you know, if you want to show, you know, put a little another diamond on the uh, the wifey's ring and just say, I love you, thank you, thank you, they can do all that for you at Herman's Fine Jewelers. They've got over 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. And, uh, you know, if you got something laying around, if you need, hey, do you need a new, uh, new rod and reel? Do you need a new shotgun? You need a new bow? Need some arrows, some broadheads? Huh? You need some, you need some new hunting boots. Well, you can get the, you know what? Don't worry about it. If you got jewelry laying around that you just don't use anymore, take it down to Herman's. 
let Donnie and Frank uh, look at it, and chances are they're going to give you a good offer on your treasure, and you can go out and buy some stuff in the outdoors that you really like. Maybe a new Camp Rice sleeping bag. How about that? Don't worry about it. Herman's has got you covered. And if you got questions, 222-2600, 222-2600, and they'll keep you going. So there you go. So I actually got, I went through my camo this week. You know, the, the ticks are bad this year. Uh, if you've been out at all, if you were out mushroom hunting or turkey hunting, you, you already know the ticks are bad. I'm hearing from a lot of folks that are going out there. They're starting to put trail cameras out and, uh, looking at different stand locations, uh, for changing stands or doing that. And they're just getting ate up folks. I'm telling you, if you don't want to have chigger bites or ticks, go and get you some limited clothing. I've been wearing that for six years, uh, seven years, six years, six years. This will be my seventh. Not had a tick in six years. Now, the only time I spray down is if I'm fishing and I'll spray around anywhere that my my uh, my body is not covered by a limitic. And then I use my lethal bug and tick spray. But on, that's the only time. I don't, and I'm telling you what, I wear the socks, I wear the, the uninsulated bibs, I wear a long sleeve shirt, and I'm protected. Uh, the, the ticks, if they get on you, they fall off. They cannot handle it. It disrupts their nervous system. Perfectly safe for you, and it doesn't wash out. And this really isn't a commercial. I'm just trying to help you to stay tick-free. So uh, if you don't know more, if you want to know more about a Limitic, uh, just go to GameHide.com, and you can find out everything you want to know. Uh, it's got a it's got a, a deal called Insectishield that's embedded into the fabric, and it'll last the lifetime of the garments. It will not wash out. But like I said, I've been wearing it for six years and I have not had any problems whatsoever. Paula Brown from the Iowa Jeep Club is watching us this morning. Good morning, Paula. Back at right back at you, dear dear. <laughs> yeah, I love those. I love those Iowa Jeep folks, man. They're they're awesome. Hey, speaking of that, I was over when I went over to Imperial RV. Uh, and you know, Jeep folks are big into camping and uh, going out doing these off road excursions and. Uh, they do a wonderful, uh, Iowa Jeep festival every year, uh, in the fall that we, we always promote it here, but, uh, they, you know, with having a Jeep, your, 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 uh, storage capacity is pretty limited inside the Jeeps, right? Well, camp, came out with this new light. Um, if you go to my Facebook page, you'll see a picture of it. It's called a UFO light. This is one of the neatest things I've ever seen in the outdoors. It really is kind of cool. It's a, it's a light that's totally solar powered. So, but it gives you enough ambient light in your campsite that you're going to be able to see really, really nice. Um, it, underneath it's got three rechargeable lights that you can peel off and the, the UFO light recharges it and those, those lights itself with the solar. Now you can plug into a power source or you can run batteries if you want to, but if you leave it out in the sun, the good old mother nature takes care of it for you. And one, it's also got a portable Bluetooth speaker that's in, in the middle of the UFO light. And this thing's on a pedestal so you can make it as tall or as short as you want it. It's really cool. Um, I got one in and I took it over to Imperial RV to show Zach and Denise. And, uh, I left it there. I told him, I said, listen, I'm going to leave this here. If folks want to come by and look at it, but listen, if you're a tailgater, if you like to do barbecue competitions, if you're a camper, um, uh, if you like to go primitive hunting and you have a deer camp, this thing's perfect for you guys. Uh, just go check it out over there, and I'll leave it there for a few months because I really don't need it right now. 
but uh, when I start hunting this fall, I'll need it. So I'll, I'll have to go get it. But right now, you guys can go pop over there and check it out. 732 and some change. 244-1350. 244-1350. Uh, what are you guys doing? If you got something you want to chat about, you can call in. I'd love to hear from you. We got trivia later today. And uh, Andrew just informed me that uh, we can't give the prize away today. We have to give it away next week because of the rules. Is that right? Yes, we have it set up, and it is set up online too. We updated the updated everything, and it says the it'll be next week when we can officially. So it's still going on right now. You can still call in. Are we, we are we, we still call qualifying? In. Yes. Okay. We can still. So if you hear more. if you hear ring of fire, that would be your uh, cue to call in. And uh, if you don't, if you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome to the show. Uh, what we're giving away is a, it's an Outdoors Dan Summer Fling package brought to you by Camp Right and Elite Archery. You're, the winner is going to get a tent cot, which is a, a tent that's a cot that's a cot that's a tent. Really cool. You get a sleeping bag. You get a deluxe air mattress, which it's like sleeping on a select comfort, folks. It's amazing. You get a sleeping bag, a chair. You get a $1,000 Elite Ritual 35. <laughs> Monty Lewis, go Cardinals. You know it, buddy. Go Cards. Boy, they hate that when I say that here on the because we're the the yeah. This the, is the, the Cubs the, station. This Dan. is the voice of the Cubs. Just remember, go Cards. That's what I'll say. <laughs> so uh, anyway, you get uh, you get a, a propane grill, uh, a really nice propane three burner grill. You get a year supply of cookies, barbecue sauce, and I think that's it. It's like a two thousand dollar package. So whoever wins that's going to make out big time. All right. Well, I tell you what, let me hit a real quick break. We'll come right back. And don't forget, if you hear Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash, 244-1350 would be the number to call. We'll be right back on Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. Love is a burning thing. And it makes a fiery ring. All right. Welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan, on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. There you go. Johnny Cash, 244-1350. Uh, the phones are already lit. I didn't even have to say anything. So that'll be our last two qualifiers for the uh, the big summer fling package. So appreciate that. Dr. Don uh, just posted on Facebook Live, uh, August 3rd Charity Classic at Toad Valley Golf Course. He, uh, if you got a team you want to put together or if you'd like to be a sponsor, get a hold of Dr. Don Gilbert at New Life Counseling Centers over there in West Des Moines over in Ankeny. Great guy, Dr. Don. We, we really appreciate Dr. Don. 739 and some change. So catfishing, uh, the catfishing has been really good lately. Uh, I have had several people tell me that the, the big uh, Rathbun's been doing really well. Uh, I, you know, the fishing reports, uh, Dave Nitzel, I miss having Dave on. Dave will hopefully be back on the shows here pretty quick. But uh, Clear Lake, uh, the yellow, the walleye channel catfish bite's been really good. Uh, yellow bass has been fair. Uh, Crystal Lake, largemouth bass bite is good. Bluegill, good. Silver Lake, largemouth, and the gills are good. East Ogaboji, the bluegill bite is good. Five Island Lake, the channel catfish bite has been very good. Uh, good bite with large fish being caught there at Five Island. Walleye's been fair. Lake Bo uh, Panora uh, is, uh, the bluegill bite is okay. <laughs> I love okay. Lost Island Lake, walleye bite's been fair. 14 to 18 inch fish being reported. Yellow bass are fair. Channel catfish bite is good. Silver Lake, 
Walleye bite and perch bite is okay. Spirit Lake, the walleye bite is good. Yellow perch is good. Northern Pike, good on Trumbo Lake. West Okoboji Lake, the gill bite is good there. Uh, Brinker Lake up in the northeast, largemouth bass is fair. Crappie or fair. Cedar River, channel fat, uh, catfish bite has been really good. Target the upper end of the log jams, fishing near the bottom with a heavy sinker or stink baits or cut baits uh, for the catfish. That does pretty good. You know who does really good on catfish is those mud bum buys. I love those mud bum guys, you know, crashing on them guys. They're good guys. Uh, Maquoketa river, uh, small mouth, uh, bass bite is fair. The walleye is fair. Silver Lake, uh, good place to take kids fishing for gills and largemouth. And, uh, skip all that. That's all kind of, all right. Uh, Lake Belvedere, largemouth bass is fair. Bluegill bite is fair. Channel catfish bite is fair. Lake Darling. Bass are fair, gills are fair, channel catfish is fair, black crappie good. Uh, da, 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 da. Cedar Lake, the bluegills and uh, bass are fair. Coravel, channel catfish bite is good. Hannon Lake, gills are good. Largemouth bass fair, black crappie are slow. Lake McBride, the walleye bite is fair. Crappie are slow, wipers are fair. Pleasant Creek Lake, the bluegill bite is fair. The muskies are slow, you purchase slow. And let's see, Lake Wapolo, uh, channel catfish is fair, bass are fair, gills are fair. Rathbun, like I said, the catfish bite is really good there. Uh, crappie bite is slow, walleye are slow as well. Redhawk is uh, fair on cha uh, channel cats, the gills are fair, largemouth bass is good. And Lake Anita, crappie are fair, gills are fair, bass is good, catfish is fair. Lake Manawa, walleye is fair. Channel catfish bite is fair there. Viking Lake, crappie are fair. Gills are fair. Green Lake Valley or Green Valley Lake. Uh, Lake Ikara or Ikara, however you say that. I always mess that up. Bluegill bite is slow. Channel catfish bite is good there. Three mile, the walleye are slow. Gills are fair. 12 mile, the bass is fair. Yellow perch is slow. Walleye is slow. And that's your fishing report for today. How about that, huh? Huh, huh? Can't beat that. No, you can't beat that. Can't beat that with a stick. Well, you could. <laughs> oh my gosh. Brian Pachowski is watching us on Facebook live. He's our guest at eight o'clock. Now I'm really nervous. Our guest is checking out the show before we have him on. Now you have to step your game up. I know. I mean, what am I going to do? I just, I mean, I'm out of ammo, man. I just, uh, you gotta start singing. I can't sing. No, <laughs> I can't even do Yoda today. Cause I got a little, I got a little allergy thing going. Well, man, you're just hampering yourself. Uh, allergy I have. Doesn't sound good, it does. Yeah, can't do Yoda today. Doesn't sound right. That's why right. It still sounded Yoda-esque. That's y close. Yoda-esque? <laughs> 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 hey, uh, Larry McCoy uh, from uh, Respect the Game TV and uh, the Outdoor Group has been on vacation, so I haven't got to talk to him in like six days. But there is some exciting stuff coming out uh, with dual game calls. I don't know all the particulars. I don't know if I'm even supposed to say anything, but I'm excited because uh, I've been very impressed with their grunt calls, uh, especially they they uh, they're they're tool two toned, which is really cool because you can really get that resonation when you're doing those those growls and stuff. So I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to hear more about that. Hopefully, Larry will be back from vacation here soon, and we can see what's going on. I. I uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. You know how much I love turkey season. 
And turkey season is, you know, it was just a you know, really rotten turkey season for me this year. I got a couple birds. What did I get? Three birds? I got three birds. I had a count of three. Yeah. It, you know, and usually I get five. Two here, two in Kansas, and maybe one up in Colorado or one up, uh, you know, in Nebraska or whatever. But just, just, and they weren't coming in strutting and spitting and drumming and it just, it was blah. So I hope deer season's going to be a little bit better this year. I really do. We'll see how it goes. It's always fun to sit in a stand and, you know, you hear that little and, you know, sometimes it's a squirrel. Squirrel! Sometimes, sometimes it's not a squirrel. Sometimes it's a big old buck or sometimes it's a doe, which is always nice, you know. Sometimes you see a bobcat. You never know what you're going to see when you're out there deer hunting. But uh, it's just, I don't know. I, I just love the fall. And I'm so, I'm, I, and I know folks are saying, shut up. I don't want to hear about the fall yet. I want to enjoy my summer. I get it. I understand. It's just, I'm ready, man. There's, there's just something, you know, if you've ever, if pe- the people out there that, that deer hunt or you know, that go hunting, understand this, whether you're an upland hunter or a waterfowl hunter or a bow hunter, whatever. When you get out there and you're doing your setup preparations and stuff like that, you just kind of sit back and you just kind of, man, I can't wait for it to start in a, in a couple months. You know, you every time I set my stands in July, I'll sit there and I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll set my safety lines and uh, I'll be just, I'll just sit there and it's, it's warm, it's buggy, it's humid, but you just sit out there and you look over the timber and it's just like, man, I, I just can't wait for October. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. And I'm really looking forward to Colin, not me, bring on the fall. Thank you, Tracy. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I'm really, I'm really ready to go, uh, to go to Colorado and go elk hunting. I, that elk hunting, I love it, but I hate it. It's, I've been out, what, seven times and I've gotten one elk. It is so hard to get them in bow range, uh, and try to film it by yourself. Um, it's just crazy. But there's a, there's a couple places where I go by Walsenburg. Uh, with my buddy Donovan and, uh, it's just, it's so beautiful up there. Yeah. I just really open meadow with all these white birch trees. I think they're birch trees or the aspens or what they're white, whatever. And, and, uh, you know, you sit there and then all of a sudden you'll see something come through those white trees. And then, you know, if it's an elk, it's just really cool. Or if it's a mule deer, I had a mule deer last time I went, it was like, was that two years ago? I think it was two years ago. I'm sitting there and I'm on a, I'm on a big water hole in the middle of this meadow, they call it Hordes. It's up, it's up like seven, 8,000 feet. And you know, it's, it's a, like 45 minute ATV ride up there. And then you got, you walk the last three, 400 miles or 300, 304 miles, 300, 400, you walk three, 400 miles. I meant yards, not miles. Dan. Yeah. I'm not that great of shape. Trust me. But you, uh, you get in there and you get set up, you set your camera gear up and you just sit back and relax. Hey, great. Uh, Greg Riker. Good to see you. Josh waters. Stan, Tim, Brian, Brandon, thank you so much for watching. Uh, you just, you just, you settle back in, and uh, uh, I like building my own ground ground blinds, so I'll use natural ground blind material, you know, trees and brush and stuff like that. And you just, you're just sitting there, and it's just so peaceful. And man, I just love it. But I had a big muley come in. I didn't have a mule deer tag; I just had an oak tag. But this mule deer sat there and ate off a tree. For like 45, 50 minutes, 15 yards in front of me, just looking at me, just sitting there chewing. 
And it's like, really? He, that deer knows I don't have a deer tag. They're psychic. It's amazing. You know, the outdoor, we, we give the outdoors a lot less credit than they deserve. Oh, it's amazing, man. They're, they're resilient animals. They really are. It's just kind of crazy. 7.48 and some change. We got one break left or two. We have to take another break. Yep. Yep, I got to go. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan. I need to say hi to Greg and Brandon Swoggle. Brandon, I hope I said that right. Tom Buckford, Dave Bailey. Hey, Dave Bailey. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. That's Dairy Queen, but Dave Bailey, by the way, over there in Illinois. I know him. Krista Daggett. Nice to see you, Krista. Thanks, everybody, for tuning back in. I love that little whiskey. What is that? Risky what? River? What is it? What's that? What is it? Huh? 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 Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. And okay. the fun part about that is, Dan, you sent me that. That's that's by a nine-year-old. I know, that. playing that. Isn't that awesome? Nine-year-old playing that. Yeah, I'm telling you, that kid's good, man. I'm telling you. 754 and some change. Steve Rocco is watching us on Facebook Live. He just popped on. Steve, thank you very much. Appreciate that. So, hey, here, uh, the TV show, we are back up and running. Uh, now, here's the deal. Uh, we are now on Mo TV, My Outdoors TV, Okay. So if you download Mo TV, you don't have to subscribe for it. And they probably don't like me saying that, but you don't have to. If you just download Mo TV and then go to Live TV, the Hunt Channel will pop down. The Hunt Channel is the only live TV stream that they do. And if you watch us on <laughs> Big D is tuning in, brother. Elvis is now watching us. Elvis Islander. Darren over there, American Family Insurance Agent Nankany. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, uh, if you watch us on Mo TV, go to live, live TV, pop on the hunt channel. We are on Monday, every Monday at 1030 Eastern and, uh, you can stream the show free. It's absolutely free. Now you can also go to the hunt channel and, uh, the archives of the show. I think they're going to keep their live streaming on for about a month. Then you're going to have to go to Mo TV just to watch us, uh, in our live stream on Mondays. But if you miss it Mondays, you can go to the Hunt Channel and watch us there. Now, you can also go to Carbon TV and watch us on Thursdays. I don't know when we're on. We kind of float on Thursdays. And then you can also always go to GameHide.com. Starting in about two weeks, we'll have the shows uploaded to GameHide.com. And uh, all, all four of those are the ways you can watch Outdoors Traditions TV this year. So there you go. My buddy Donovan Huell is watching us. The man, the myth, the legend. Cash's owner, Cash, the famous dog that eats siding off of houses, is watching us right now down in Kansas. My buddy Donovan. What an honor. I know. That's who I'm going elk hunting with, hopefully. Nice. Aaron, Aaron, good to see you, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. 
So anyway, uh, yeah, we're excited about the TV show, and uh, we'll we'll have some more stuff to tell you here in a couple a couple days. Uh, I'll tell you, I can't say anything yet, but uh, maybe some big news coming up. Maybe some big news. So we'll see what's going on. Hey, I got to go. First hour is over. Can you believe that? An hour is gone already. This show flies by. We'll be back with Brian Bachowski from Pine Ridge Archery Products right here on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Baby powder beach under my feet has got me rolling. And the breeze through crackling leaves like a daytime campfire burn. And the ship is off to sea and the wicked is a churn. As the southern wind sings again a night of lullaby, you can jump right in. Let the music pull you in. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. This hour is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite Archery. Have you taken that shootability challenge yet? If you haven't, head on over to your nearest Elite dealer and check them out. I promise you, you'll be glad you did. I love the Ritual 35, that's my favorite. Really fast, really smooth, and just super, super easy to shoot. I'm telling you, it's uh, shootability at its best. Go check them out and tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. My guest is on the line. He is one of my favorite people in the archery industry. We've been working together for a long, long time. Mr. Brian Bachowski over there at Pine Ridge Archery Products. How you doing, pal? I'm doing good. How you doing, Dan? I'm good. Now, don't you love our high-tech live stream setup, Brian? Pretty cool. I was just on there. Pretty neat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I'm being totally crazy. That's the only way we can do it. That's the only way we can stream the show. It's crazy, but you know, hey, everybody wanted uh, to have the availability to take the show with them if they're traveling and stuff out of the area. Yeah. So, you know, it's their show. We always try to accommodate our listeners. So it's always better to keep it simple. And you know, Facebook's easy. Why not? You know, why not use it? Well, the nice thing about having it in the other studio, see, they can hear you on the guest line, and or they can hear other callers if they call in and. Otherwise, if I put it in here, they're just going to hear me talk. And who wants to hear just me talk for two hours? <laughs> Obviously, a lot do. Well, I don't know about that. So, hey, what's going on at Pine Ridge? I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, you know what? We're Like you mentioned earlier, we're just kind of working on the new products for the, for the season. This this is our busy time to really get R&D going and, you know, get our molds made. Uh, like, like you mentioned, and, you know, other times we, we make our stuff in the U.S. So, we, uh, we're dealing with our mold maker up in Wisconsin. We're dealing with our engineers in-house in uh, Illinois. We're just kind of trying to get everything figured out and see what's going to come out for the uh, the 2020 season for Pine Ridge. Yeah. No, you can't tell anybody what we got coming out. We don't no no sneak peeks. <laughs> no, not, not no sneak peeks right now. A little too early. There's, there's more on the board that are probably not going to make it this year. So I'm not sure exactly which ones we're coming out with, but it'll be a, it'll be a handful of them like usual. And Brian, you know, we're just, we, we always just keep get, trying to make we, it all. We always get sneak peeks on the show, man. You're <laughs> killing me. 
I, the, the truth is, I don't know what it's going to oh, be. Right okay, now. that's, that's all part right. of it. All right, well, that's fine. Hey, you know, I, I the biggest thing that you guys have come out with, uh, there's two things that come to my mind. One is the nitro veins. I love those veins. Uh, I love the way that they got the little wells inside the base of the of the fletching, so that it sticks to yep. the arrow so nice. And they're they're so they're they're the quiet, if not the quietest, they're one of the quietest veins on the market. Well, and it's funny we we went through all this you know effort to market the nitro veins to everyone and kind of introduce them, let them know everything about them, and all the scientific facts. And the truth is, yeah, they, they hold more energy downrange. They, you know, they're going to be faster for you, in, you know, on a longer shot. There, there's all these benefits to them, but what it really comes down to is hunters care that they're going to stay on the vein or stay on the shaft, which they do because of those micro glue pockets, and they're quiet. That's the bottom line. Guys know that over the years, people have realized that it's the bow being quiet is, is ultimately important. But what they often forgot about was the arrow needs to be quiet because when you're shooting 20 yards, maybe 25 yards and beyond, which most Midwesterners don't, but around 25 yards, that deer can duck the sound of that arrow coming at them, you know, even maybe more so than the bow. So we wanted to make sure we made a quiet vein that is not going to, you know, spook that animal and end up, you know, leaving you with a bad impact. So that's one of the most important things about the nitro veins is that they stay on and they're quiet. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I the that quick stand's been a big hit for you guys. I I've been enjoying that for a couple seasons now, and man, it's so nice not to be able to put my uh, arrow through the blind anymore. I don't know how many <laughs> ground blinds I ruined over the years because I yeah. I had a, a stick in the ground bow holder, and then I'd look over about twenty five thirty minutes later, and my or my broadhead is sticking through the side of my blind because the the mud couldn't yeah. hold the weight of the bow and everything. I I don't well, have that issue anymore. No, not at all. And I mean, it, it works great for 3D, you know, shooters, indoor target archery, uh, of course, ground blind and box blind hunting. Um, we did make an improvement this year that um, was was really slick. We we accommodate everything with the quick stand. It, it holds on your limb and it'll adjust in and out for thicker, you know, for worse or wider or narrower limbs. Okay, and then the the legs will adjust out for a bow that's maybe not so parallel or um, maybe fully parallel. So we can accommodate all that. What we never could accommodate was adjusting for the thickness of your limb. So if you ever look at your bow and you realize that down towards the cam, the, the limb is usually thinner, and as you go up towards the limb pocket, um, it gets thicker. So some bows, it was just tougher. So we actually made another adjustment where you can tighten or loosen the jaws depending on the thickness of your limb where you want it to hold. So we, we pretty much took out every, you know, every flaw that there could have been. Now you can fit any bow out there and just, you know, it, it holds great. It'll hold it for a hunting situation or a target situation. Will you do me a favor? Uh, would you yeah. send me a dozen of those? Cause I don't think I've got yeah. any of those. Oh yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I'll definitely yeah we'll, we'll, we'll have to give those away on the show, man. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. Well, thank you. For, I don't care what colors they are just in it. Cause I definitely need <laughs> one for this fall, but you know, I'm telling you, I, everywhere I go, I've had outfitters try to steal mine. Hey, can I have that? You know, and it's like, what are you going to say? No. And it's like, yeah, because I always bring right. an extra one with me just in case I forget one. I keep it in my camera bags. And I, yeah. I, I mean, that thing is just, that thing is just great because your bow is always at ready to go, man. And if it's, you know, it'll fit in your pocket, in your backpack, like you right. said, or in your quiver, if you're, you know, if you're shooting on the range. So it, it's just really versatile and it, it, it just works. I mean, now, that's, now I've that's got kind a, of our mission with everything. It just works. Now, it works. I, now I know that you do stuff on the fishing side and I've got a suggestion mm -hmm. for you and I'm sure you yeah. thought about this. You need to make one of those for rod and reel. Hmm. Okay. No, I didn't think about that. Really? 
No, no. I was thinking about you. I, you owe me so much money in royalties. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, how many ideas have I given you? Over, I, I'm the one that talked them into doing veins, folks. Trust me. That is true. I, I'm telling you, true. I got on them for years. You guys got to make a vein. You got to make a vein, and they finally did. I still haven't got my royalty check, by the way. But you but it, I'm thinking about it. I haven't either. Now that I'm thinking, <laughs> I, we got to talk to Jim. I don't know. Yeah, Jim. Jim owes us, man. But no, you, you you need to make one of those for fishing for people that bank fish and stuff because that thing's so light you can flip it in your tackle box or your tackle pack, and you got a rod holder. I I think that would be a oh. good revenue. For for you guys it's, it's funny you said that actually now that you're saying it like that now yeah i have a guy that works on my website with me and he he was been pushing me for bank fishing rod holders for a while because we got to do something different and neither one of us put the quick stand together with it so maybe that's the direction we got to go so oh, now it's costing even more money in royalties <laughs> well yeah i mean i i already know how you could do it you could i, I don't want to tell you over the air yeah I don't say it on the air yeah we'll but i i mean i i mean it would be really really easy to do and i think that would uh you know it wouldn't cost a lot of money i think folks would jump on that be a really good idea. It's something I think about. Hey, what uh, what's the deer uh, situation in Illinois right now? Are you guys, uh, I, I, I'm sorry that you got hit with that big gas tax thing. Yeah, but that that doesn't help anything. No, and, you know, I think I think our deer are going to start getting gills because it seems like it rains an inch every single day. So, oh, it's been like I, the, it's been like that here in Iowa too. We've been getting showers and stuff. And uh, did uh, did did you get the farmers to be up? Were they able to get the crops in? You know what? There's a lot that did not. My wow. uh, my wife's family lives out in Ohio, and just a couple trips back and forth between here and uh, Illinois and Ohio, and there are tons of fields along 80 that just have nothing in them. They're just dormant. That's it. They couldn't get it in. Well, so around us, you could see where they kind of were able to go. They 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 mud planted pretty much and just got around the ponds that created in the you know that were created in the fields. Yeah. Well, you know the good thing about that is if you are on a uh, if you got acreage that. Uh, if you got acreage that's got some food sources in, then the deer are going to be migrating big time to your area. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I have been hearing guys that have, uh, I don't have cameras down here. I have my stuff up in northern Wisconsin, but um, guys around here said that the, that the bucks are growing pretty quick, or they seem to be growing you know, maybe well, even faster than normal. Th- this, this time of year, a, uh, an antler buck will grow an inch a day. Mm-hmm. About an inch a day. Oh, with, the, with the nutrients out there, and there's still, a, I mean, there's a lot of food, obviously. It just yeah. may not be corn and, corn and beans. Uh, you know, right now, but well, not corn, of course, but, uh, so it, who knows? I, it could be one of those years. that's great. And then I hear that the farmer's almanac says, you know, October's going to be, you know, eighties and nineties. So who knows? Maybe too hot and they'll be, you know, nocturnal. You know, could we just get some 70 degrees <laughs> in, in right. October? You know, you know, I don't, you know, 71, 72, it's still a little warm, but yeah, it's tolerable, you yeah. know, early season. I don't know, but when's your, you guys start October 1st, don't you? For your deer hunting? Yeah. Yeah, you know, in Missouri starts September fifteenth, and then I know a couple other states start. Nebraska, I think, starts September first. Um, there's a couple. I mean, that's a great opportunity to get a deer in, in velvet. Um, you know, we just don't have that opportunity here in October, unless you're you're the youth season or uh, if you're hunting in the urban areas. But most of the time, by September fifteenth, the deer are hard horned. You know, that's Wisconsin is right uh, September fifteenth or right around there. It's the first weekend around there, I think. Um, and that's usually, usually a great time because there's still obviously summer patterned and all that, but it's usually so hot and the bugs are bad. And yeah. I just, I usually wuss out during that time of year, but I'll, I usually start off on the youth season with my kids and then that'll kick off the season. Well, that early season can be good. I mean, them deer could oh, be yeah. in a bachelor group still, you know, and then, you know, you only I'm, got a I'm week, looking, you got a week or two and then they kind of disappear for a while. You know, I'm looking at my daughter's eight pointer on the wall right now where she got in her first youth season and it was, 
it wasn't so warm. It was, you know, it was early, but that year was a little cooler. And, you know, they, they still are in their, their, their good, you know, patterns and they're not, they're not running too much yet. No. Hey, what, tell, uh, let's, let's say, tell everybody about your stabilizers real quick. Uh, very inexpensive. How do they work? They're pretty basic. They're, uh, they have a, a solid shaft that runs through them. Like the, uh, the nitro hunter is one of our most popular and the solid shaft is cool because when, when the bow has the vibration coming down, it go it rolls right through the stabilizer and out the end using uh, our sawtooth uh, dampening technology. So you have you have the vibration kind of like a tuning fork leaving the the bow and going on dissipating through our, our sawtooth blades that are uh, a soft material that uh, will dampen the noise, dampen the vibration, and just feels good in your hand. We have uh, you know five and a half inch and seven and a half inch. So for a hunter. Uh, great sizes, whether you like a, a shorter stabilizer or slightly longer, get a little more balance out front with a longer stabilizer. Um, and they just work great. Then we have our sawtooth stabilizer that is same technology, just a different look, basically. Five and a half inch, inexpensive, right around, you know, I think it's 20 bucks retail. Um, so it, it's it, it's an economical way to have a nice looking stabilizer that's actually going to perform some functions on there and, you know, dampen that vibration in your hand. Joe, we lose you? Brian, no, you there? No, I'm. Go ahead. I'm. I'm listening. Go ahead and finish. Oh, sorry. No, that's that, that, you know, that's basically it. We have all the different colors, and um, so while we wanted to make sure they were functional, which they are, and they, you know, they provide the weight and balance that you need and the vibration dampening, you can choose from. I believe it's ten colors or nine colors. So we can, you can either match your bow, or you can, you know, go like a lot. A lot I tell you what, a lot of younger kids. They want to go opposite. They don't match. I mean, they're like, you know, kids wear one red sock and one yellow sock nowadays. Yeah. They do the same thing with their bow setup. So we can mix and match. You can you can do whatever you want or just go basic black and be done with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, are, now are you still, do you still go up to Wisconsin to hunt too? Yeah. Yeah. A lot, we go, uh, my whole family goes up there quite a bit. So. Have, have you, uh, now I talked to Mike uh, Zebel. you know, Zebel over at uh, Matthews. Yeah. Him, yeah, and, I are, him yeah. and I are still buddies. And, uh, he, he, oh, he is a good guy. He said that, uh, their deer population is looking pretty good. Uh, have you, what is it, what are you seeing up in your area that you go up there? You know what? We're actually bouncing back pretty good. Uh, there was, there was a lot of years there where the wolves up in our area were way, way up North and we had the highest concentration of wolves in the entire state within our corner of the County. So they decimated, um, it was right after when they had T zone hunting and then earn a buck. So it was basically the deer were just being pounded by hunters at that time because they were overpopulated, and then the wolves were really getting heavy, so they were doing damage. So it was just like a perfect storm of bad DNR management, truthfully, in that situation. Then they, they kind of changed it. They uh, they went back to buck only for a little while, let the, let the herd come back, and right now the wolves seem to be dissipating throughout the state more, not so concentrated, and uh, giving the deer a little bit of a break, and the population seems to be coming back a little better. Yeah. Well, that's good because I, I I was a little worried about Wisconsin there for a while with the CWD yeah. issues they were having. So, and Minnesota's doing pretty well. I talked to a couple people. Southern Minnesota's really game on, and Northern Minnesota, the deer and the turkey population up in uh, and I'm talking around up by Cass and Leech, and I mean mm-hmm. even up to Black Duck. I mean way up there, uh, they're doing really well. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been in Minnesota hunting for some years, but yeah, that's good. I mean it. it as much as we can do to, you know, keep the management in the right direction and keep the predators in the right direction, I think, you know, they're going to be fine. Deer are resourceful. They'll, well, they'll, they figure out a way to survive and adapt. Well, Minnesota's kind of nice because you can go up there and walleye fish, you know, in, in mm-hmm. the mornings, and then you yep. can deer hunt in the afternoon. You know, that's kind of a right. kind of a win-win, man. 
that's kind of where my head has been. I'm actually leaving for Canada, taking my son on his first Canada trip uh, with my, my dad and my brother-in-law and nephew and that. And we're going uh, the end of the week up there. So it's kind of fishing has been my focus for the past couple of weeks. They're trying to get ready for that. But it's been good. Well, I talked to my father-in-law last night and he said that the, the walleye bites been okay and the northerns and are good. The crappie bites been good up in northern Minnesota. So good, good. You know, I was I always got some really good fishing, and you know, back home in Missouri, where I'm from, they've got tremendous fisheries. Illinois has got some really nice fishing, and especially in some of those strip mines and stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, depending on where you're going, but I, you know, I'm just that Minnesota and Canada, man. It's the, uh, North Dakota, South Dakota. Yeah. That's some tremendous fishing. You know, and you don't hear a lot of people talk about North and South Dakota as much as you should. I'll tell you, I used to, um, as you know, I used to work for Midwest Outdoors TV a long time ago before mm-hmm. uh, working at Pine Ridge, and uh, we spent a lot of time up on Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Oh. And I kind of, I started going up there very soon after they recovered from the whole big flood that basically created, you know, what we know today as the lake. And that thing is just a, a walleye factory, um, big and northern. And it's, it's a perch. shallow lake, right? It, it is, it, yeah. I mean, there, there's times, even now, it's been, you know, 20-some years, 30 years, whatever it's been since they had the, the really big flood, and you're still finding yourself fishing along roadbeds that are, you know, sunken, or uh, barbed wire fence rows, or, you know, outside of a barn that's literally flooded. <laughs> so it, it, there's cool structure in that lake, and, I mean, it, it it's not a difficult lake to fish. Sometimes it can get pretty windy and pretty pretty choppy out there, but it's uh, it's awesome. It's a, it's a great great lake to fish that'd be kind of neat going diving and through a barn underwater wouldn't yeah it? That, that'd be you never know what you could find you'd see it on your graph there was one spot we we're fishing along this riprap on you know where this road was at and as we're going you can see that the old road you know you'd see the ditch and then come up on the pavement and go back down on the other ditch and the wall it would just sit right up on that but you could tell how it was you know 50 feet off the, the new road which there was the old road and you could just totally see it in your graph it was cool oh that is cool that's cool Mm-hmm. All right, B. Well, listen, man. I appreciate you chiming in with me. Anything else? Uh, you got? Uh, you guys got an easy website? Tell the folks about that. Yeah, absolutely. It's PineRidgeArchery.com. Everything's there. Like you know, like we always say, we we want guys to go take care of their archery shops. I mean, archery shops are having a tough time right now, and they have been for some time because there's so many online options, and we all use it, and we're all you know guilty of of taking the easy way out. But when we need service. Those guys in, in, and women in the archery shops take care of us, so we got to make sure that we keep supporting them and try to do as much as we can for them. So we always want you to buy buy Pine Ridge Archery through your dealer, through uh, Sportsman's Warehouse, or any any of your shops uh, archery, that you go archery to. Archery Field and Sports. Archery Field and Sports, absolutely. Yeah. Denny Dennis, all those guys. Um, but you know, if you if there's still times you can't have one in your area or you don't have one in your area, PineRidgeArchery.com has everything there, and you know we're happy to take care of you. Yeah, you know those guys. Uh, I they were making fun of me because I wanted uh, my night my uh what the what is it the nitro peeps or the feather peeps that I use. You use the feather peeps. Feather yeah, peeps. The yeah, they were saying, "Why do you always want those feather peeps?" I said, "Because I they I can see it. I can see early morning <laughs> and late evening." And oh, the, you know, yep. the mother ones. I go, well, you know what? Then why do you carry them? Well, people ask right. for them. I said, "Well, then just be quiet, man." There you go. If well, people, and then we have the. We have the Z38s, to, you know, that are the aluminum peeps that, you know, go along with what guys are used to, that kind of style. So we, we kind of, you know, you know us, we try to cover all bases and have something for everybody. If someone's, but, shooting, if someone's shooting a 70-pound bow or more, they should probably use the aluminum peep. If someone's yeah. shooting 60 or less, that, that, the peep that I'm using is perfect. 
Yeah, we have the, the feather peep that you use, that's a tubeless peep. We have the nitro that goes on the silicone tubing for an aligner. And then we have the Z38 as aluminum. So, you know, any any preference that a shooter has, we can accommodate them. Well, anybody worried about string pinch is what I'm saying. Because I think that sure. would, But I've never had a problem. I mean, Brian, I've been using those, what, for 10 years? You know, yeah, probably. You know, and I, I've, man, they always turn and you can just see, you know, you got to be able to see really well to, to aim. And that's, that's what I love about them. Absolutely. You pull back and that, you know, especially if that, if your string's not set right and your peak rotates, that's not a good thing either. So no, you got to, you got to make sure it's all set up beforehand. Well, that's, that's why you need, you want to go to a shop like Archery Field and Sports and make sure you're both set up right. And, and every single one of those peeps and products we're talking about, you know, made right in, in the USA, made in Illinois in our factory. Yeah. Um, and it's just that that way, if we ever have any kind of issues, we can always correct them really quickly, and we can you know we can deal with our customers right away. Anyone calls us, we'll make we'll make any problems right, and you know we'll we'll jump on any issues. So oh. I, that's something we always are real proud of that we make sure our customers aren't left you know going through voicemail hell and you know running around trying to uh, figure you, out how to solve a problem. You guys, you guys got great customer service, and they can go to Sportsman's Warehouse here in Iowa, or Archery Field and Sports, or a dealer near uh, where they're at. There, you guys, you guys are everywhere pretty much. So. Hey, right, hey! Right. you enjoy your weekend. Thank you for popping on, right. and uh, we'll try and get you on before the hunting season gets in full swing, okay? Sounds good, Dan. Take it easy. All right. If you, hey, and listen, if you need something or if something's going on, get a hold of me. We'll get you on right away. We'll do. All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, B, thank you, buddy. And hey, tell them the, tell them the website again. PineRidgeArchery.com. There you go, buddy. Have a great weekend. Right. You too. Bye-bye. There he goes, Brian Bachowski from Pine Ridge Archery Products. Super, super nice guy. Hey, uh, we've got to take a break. We'll be right back. i got to go change out the live stream, and uh, we'll continue this conversation when we come back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. Welcome back to hour number two. All right, got the stream back up again. <laughs> That's so much fun. <laughs> Smoker Joe Smelter cannot be with us today. He had something come up. So he would want me to tell you that, are you in the mood for a new Chevy truck? Are you in a mood for a vehicle that's just newer for you? Are you in the mood? Well, if you are, head on over to Carl Chevrolet and they'll take great care of you, especially that young lad, Smoking Joe Smelter. Why do we call him Smoking Joe? Because he saves so much money for everyone. He gives nothing but smoking hot deals. Smoking Joe Smelter, he will take great care of you. <laughs> there you go. And uh, he will be back up uh, here soon. Ted Nestor, love that song, My Home State. There you go, Ted. Good to see you. 
Van Harden, good to see you, Mr. Van, watching us on the live stream. Doug Raymond, Ken Cole, Ted Nestor, thank you very much. Wayne Cooper, appreciate y'all. 826 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. Love talking with Brian at Pine Ridge Archery Products. Just a really good guy. He always they, they make some great stuff over there, and they love talking with their customers. That's one of the things I love about my partners. Almost 99.9% of my uh, partners are so plugged into their their uh, clientele or the people that patronize them. And that's important to me because that makes it easy for me to promote their products you know, and stuff like that. So... There you go. Doug Raymond. Good to see you, buddy. Dave and Rob, Dave, David, Dave. Oh, Dave. Yeah. I saw your big bass, buddy. They're hitting in the farm ponds. I, I saw that, you know, I've said that for years, your best fishing, uh, in my humble opinion is, uh, the fact that, uh, you go to places that have, uh, small farm ponds. Those, those fisheries are just amazing. And usually you can catch some whopper. Did you see the, the two, the two over two pound bluegill that kid caught the other day? Yes, two pounds massive. a bluegill. I mean, there's some big, there's some big ones. <laughs> I can hear you, but I can't see you. Ted, the reason you can't see me is because if I had it, uh, you'll be able to see me. I go, I pop in during the breaks. One is that I'm so handsome. People couldn't handle looking at me for two hours. Ted, <laughs> That's part of the problem. The second problem is we're trying to figure out with, uh, see, we, we have this thing going on with ESPN right now. So this is the only way if I go in the other studio to do the stream, then folks can hear the guests and the callers. Otherwise, they're just going to hear me. And I don't want that. I, I want you to hear the whole show. They, uh, but that's what's going on, Ted. So there you go. Fishing farm ponds is like hunting. <laughs> no, it's not, Tom Buckford. Fish farm ponds are good fishing. He said it. Oh, there you go. So there, it's, Oh, wow. What do you mean, oh, wow, Ted? I, you know, I can't help it. The good Lord gave me some extra handsome when I was in line. You know, he, you know, I wish he would have gave me some extra brains. He also gave him a lot of uh, comedic genius here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, there's no comedic genius in there. 828, <laughs> some change here on 1350 ESPN. Hey, don't forget now, JLM Guns is the sponsor of the week today, and uh, you can go get your Make the Outdoors Great Again shirt uh, at JLM when they open up. They're over there on Douglas and Urbandale. Uh, they're 20 bucks, and they're just a sweet-looking shirt. If you go on my timeline, you'll see them. And Ted Nestor laughing out loud. Same here. Yeah, we're we're two handsome rascals, Ted. That's right. Ted's got a TV show too, so got to keep got to keep that going on. So uh, anyway, I've always said I've got the perfect face for radio. You know what I'm saying? That that's a perfect saying. No, oh, it is. I'm telling you. So uh, anyway, big car show this weekend in Des Moines, and uh, there's a I think the, well there's a 3D shoot up at Raccoon River. I know a lot of folks are fishing. Man, uh, I, the if it, if I had a if I had a few days off, I'd be heading up to Minnesota right now, do a little fishing up north. Because I tell you what, the crappie bite up there is really good, and uh, the walleye bite is still good. I talked to my my bear guide uh, Gary Peck from Bear River Guide Service, and him and I uh, we touch base at least every other week or so. And he said that the the fishing on Lake Winnebagosh or Big Winnie is uh, really really good. They're catching some really nice fish up there. So, so the jig bite is still going on and that's really, uh, that's really my favorite, uh, thing to do up there is, uh, is the walleye fish. So we'll see what's going on there and, uh, and see how things are going. So anyway, uh, Hey Brad Tinkley, good to see you. 
829 and some change. 1350's uh, number to call in, 244-1350, 244-1350. If you want to call in and say hi, you're more than welcome to do that. I've had folks asking about Dave Nitzel at Sportsman's. Dave is still on family leave. He's doing okay. Um, he's hoping to get back to work in August, um, and uh, hopefully that works out. And uh, he's just waiting for the doctors to let him uh, go back to work. So that's what's going on with Dave. That's why we haven't had Huggy Bear Nitzel on for a while. So 830 and some change. Let me hit a real quick break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors. Dan, need to say hi to Ted Nestor, Kelly, uh, Brad Tingley, and Tom Mazza. Tom says Clive's checking in. Jeff and uh, also Jeff Knutson is back watching. So thanks for everybody checking us out on the live stream brought to you by Imperial RV Centers. 836 and some change. Uh, when you hear the Johnny Carson theme, uh, that'll be your... Well, thank you, Jeff. That's always nice of you to say. He says, always a great start to my Saturday. God bless America. God bless the U.S. You never hear anybody saying nothing about not uh, saluting the flag on this show. No way. Absolutely not. So, uh, when you hear, uh, Johnny Carson theme, we'll, uh, play a little trivia today. We've got some really great stuff to give away today as always. And, uh, man, I, I tell you what, I, I got some stuff coming. I got, I got some new lacrosse footwear. I'm trying to figure out how to, how to give away, um, some boots. But the problem is, does not everybody likes a certain, you know, not everybody's foot will fit in every kind of boot. Does that make sense? Like there's some brand, brands of boots that I've tried. My foot just was not comfortable in them. So I don't want to give something away if, if it's not going to work for the majority of the people, but I'm working on it. So I'm so I'm trying to, I'm talking with lacrosse and Danner, see if we can do that. And ah, Brad, thanks for watching the hunt channel, man. I appreciate that. That's awful. Nice of you. Appreciate that, man. I, we really appreciate everyone checking out the TV shows. That's so kind. When I get emails in and, People saying they love the show and, uh, you know, Jeff and, uh, Tawny and Sandy and Ryan and myself, we really enjoy doing the show for you and, you know, and, uh, having speed on the cooking segments. I put cookies central and wall Lake. It's always good to talk barbecue with speed. We, we really have a good time doing the show and we really thank you for watching it. That's awful nice of you. So eight thirty seven and some change here on 1350 ESPN. So I had, uh, someone to call and ask me about Bethel, Bethel mission for that hunt, uh, for the, for the vets. And, uh, I, I'm going to, you know, speed brought them up too. I'm going to try and get a hold of somebody over there. Uh, Ted says that we are a Danner family all the way. I like Danners. I got a couple Danner boots. Um, I'll talk to them and see if we can't get, if you're just tuning in what we're talking about. Um, I was thinking this week of what we could do for our, our homeless veteran community here in, in Des Moines to tie in the hunting community. And wouldn't it be neat if, you know, the Hush program is such a, a, a success story here in Iowa. I mean, hundreds of thousands of pounds of deer meat is donated to food pantries and food shelters all across Iowa. Wouldn't it be neat if we could set something up where hunters could go and donate extra meat um, and donate it in a way where we could tell veterans, hey, if you go to point, this, point A or place A, 
during from like November through February, uh, you can have a, 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 a free bowl of deer chili or free deer stew or, um, you know, some other, you know, venison soup or something that, you know, we could go out and enjoy our passion for the outdoors, but also help our veterans out to make sure they're at least getting one good meal a day. Wouldn't that be kind of cool to do that? So I'm trying to figure a way to do that. There's got to be a way to do that. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep making phone calls, and I'll, I'll keep everybody abreast of what's going on as much as I can. And, uh, you know, we when we were at the other station, we were, you know, day for vets. We did that, and it was okay. We, we, we saved a few veterans from losing their homes. We, hit, we saved one guy's life. He actually got in there and got some medical uh, stuff that he didn't know he qualified for, and he found out he was really sick. And yeah, I got a nice letter from him saying that we saved his life, and that that was worth it right there to do those. But wouldn't it be nice to just do something where we, it's not really an event? It's just hey, if you're if you're needing a meal and you're cold or you need you know something to warm your belly up, go down there and uh, on behalf of the hunting community or the outdoor community, here's uh here's a, some some uh, some food for you. Wouldn't it be cool to do that? I I just think that would be really good. Tim Phillips, good to see you, buddy. They're on the Imperial RV live stream line. I'd like to see that. 8.40 and some change. Have we got two breaks left or one? Yes, we got one. We have to take it. Yep. We got one. All right. Well, tell you what. Let me take this break. Don't forget when you hear the Johnny Carson theme, that's your cue to call in 244-1350. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors with Outdoors. Dan, that sound can mean only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States, the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge is up on deck. If you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, light them up, 244-1350, 244-1350. Andrew will get you on there. Today's trivia is brought to you by the fine folks at Advanced Family Dentistry. My buddy, Dr. Scott, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yegi, Dr. Brandt, Dr. Stewart, and Dr. Williams at Advanced Family Dentistry are waiting to take great care of you and your family. Are you new to the area? You need a dentist or are you just needing a new dentist? Well, if that's the case, please go over to my friends at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa. You can call them at 964-1490, 964-1490. You can also go check them out at AnkenySmiles.com. They are a full-service dentist, uh, dentist uh, office, uh, do I say that, or facility. They have all the latest, greatest dental technology to make your visit as comfortable as possible. I'm the biggest baby in the world when it comes to going to the dentist. And I haven't been that way in the last three years going to Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi and Dr. Williams, Dr. Brandt, and Dr. Stewart's at Advanced Family Dentistry. And you know why do I call Dr. Yegi Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi? Because he uses the force. First time I met him, I said, hey, you don't want to hurt me because I can feel dress a bear in five minutes. And he just kind of looked at me shaking. I said, it's okay. Just don't hurt me. I'm a big baby. And he, he put his hand on my shoulder and he used the force and he calmed me right down. And uh, I had a crown done and I had no pain, no discomfort. It was easy and I was out. I've had several procedures since then. They do a great job and they will do a great job for you. They can even help you with sleep apnea. Did you know that? They can do that at Advanced Family Dentistry. Tell them Outdoors Dan sent you, 907 North Ankeny Boulevard. Again, the phone number again is 964 964- 1490-964-1490. And you know what they say when you leave at Advanced Family Dentistry? May the floss be with you. Good, good people over there. Andrew's lining up some calls for me for the uh, Jeff Jorgensen. My buddy on the TV show is actually on there. 
Uh, let's go see what Alan is up to. Alan is our first contestant on the show this morning, and uh, we'll see what Alan is up to. Alan just dropped off. The oh, line. we did we lose Alan? Alan, yeah. call back. Let's go. Uh, we got Dave is up. Dave is up next. Let's see what Dave is up to. Dave, good morning. How are you? Good morning. What are you up to? Hey, I went fishing this morning already. Caught five bass. Hey, good for you, man. That was so a lot. That was I, a. Go ahead. So I missed the first hour of your show. Well, that's unacceptable, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's unacceptable. I don't know if I can let you play trivia now. Oh, well, please. No, that's all right. You said please. <laughs> all right, here's what we got today. We got a cookies grill pack. We've got a work sharp sharpener, and we got a Cyclops flashlight. But before I let you choose, Andrew's got to give the rules. Andrew, what are those rules? Well, Dan, we have three prizes like you just stated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you call in. The first caller gets the pick of the one of three One prizes. of three, right. And then the second caller gets the pick of the next two. Yeah. And then the third caller gets the last. That's amazing how available. that works. That's great. It's amazing. And you know what? If you listen during the week on 1350 ESPN, they'll tell you what the prizes are going to be before we do the show Saturday. So you're already set. I'm, I'm telling you, we're all set. All right, Dave, with all that in mind, what would you like to try to shoot for today? The cookies. Oh, I don't blame you, man. That's What do I got in there? Oh, I got the Korean barbecue sauce. I've got the wings and things hot sauce and a thing of uh, cookies flavor enhancer this week. How about that? Okay. Yeah. You want a hunting or a fishing question? Fishing. All right, I'm going to give you a fishing question. What saltwater fish has been found as far north as Alton, Illinois. What saltwater fish has been found as far north as Alton, Illinois? Was it a was it a tarpon? Was it a marlin? Or was it a bull shark? A bull shark. Is that your final answer? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. I'm not making that up. That's true. A bull shark. That was back in the 40s. They actually hooked a bull shark. Those are That's amazing, isn't it? It is. Yeah. No. Now, don't you want to go swimming in the river now? I do not. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, listen, we're going to call you back and get your details. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it, and good luck fishing. Thank you. All right, buddy. We'll... Bye. <laughs> All right, 244-1350, 244-1350 if you want to call in, and uh, we'll get you on. We got uh, we got plenty of time to get everybody in for trivia today. Hey, Jones Brothers Taxidermy, if you're looking for a mount, or to make a memory, uh, you can call Dave. He's retired now, so he's got more time to do his, his dream job, which is a full-time taxidermist. His number is 249-4362, 249-4362. He's got two bears and uh, two deer of mine right now that he's doing. So I'm uh, I'm excited for him to, to get those out, and we'll see what's going on. Andrew, who do we have up next? Uh, just show me, Andrew. You don't have to tell me. Just fast, make it fast and quick. Brad, let's go to the phones and say hi to Brad. Brad, good morning. How are you doing, buddy? Doing good, Dan. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. Did you have a good fourth? Uh, yeah, I did. Did Got out on the lake, did some boating with the kids. It was a good time. Did you catch anything? No, we were just uh, pulling tubes. And oh, that's even better. There, chilling there. out and swimming. No, that's all right. Brad, would you like to go for a Cyclops flashlight or a work sharp sharpener? Oh, that work sharp sharpener sounds like a hey, cool and deal. this is the new one. This is this just came out. This is the it's a little bit smaller than the guided field sharpener, and uh, yeah. it, you'll like it. It's really cool. All right, you want a hunting or a fishing question? Oh, let's go with hunting. You want to go? What type of hunting do you like to do? Uh, do deer hunting mostly. Getting into turkey a little bit. But. Are you deer hunting? I'll give you a deer hunting question. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. 
True or false, a doe cannot have antlers. Uh, and I'm false. not trying. I'm not trying to trick you. True no, or false? Okay. True or false? A doe. False. You're going to go false. I'm going to go false. Ding, 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 ding. A doe has been known. Period. Yeah, there has been a few antler does out there. Congratulations, man. You got it. All righty. Thank you. You're welcome. Here, let me. And before you go, before I get, I, you know, you know, I've only got a third grade education. You wanted to go for the sharpener, right? That is correct. And is it B R A D? Yes. <laughs> Brad, I don't take anything for granted anymore, buddy. Hey, listen, we'll call you right back, okay? Okay. Thanks, All right, hey, thank you. Hey, and if you win today, make sure that you're available when we call back because if we don't call back and get your information, it's not going to be in the system, and then when you come to pick it up, they're gonna they're not going to have any records. So please make sure you answer the phone when we call you back. Uh, All righty, I'll keep it turned on. All right, Brad, thank you, buddy. Let's go. Let's go say hi to Aaron. Aaron, I believe, is on the line, and we're going to see what he is up to. Aaron, are you there? Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. Did you have a good fourth? We're still celebrating it. <laughs> You're still celebrating. Well, there you go. That's all right. Aaron, I have got one of the greatest flashlights in the world, a Cyclops flashlight, and it's a headlamp, so you can keep your hands free. Would you like to try for that? Sure. Uh, I don't care if you hunt or fish or just love the outdoors. Everybody needs a good flashlight. So I do it all. There you go, man. All right. Do you want a hunting, fishing, or general outdoors question? Let's go hunting. You want to go hunting? What type of hunting do you like to do? Coon hunting. Coon hunting. Well, there you go, man. That's flashlights apropos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Okay. I I don't really. Okay. What uh, what live trap bait for raccoon would work the best of these three? Peanut butter and jelly sandwich, sardines, or a Domino's pizza? Sardines. Sardines. Ding, 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 ding. That works for me, man. You got a like. Congratulations. Thank you. Aaron, I appreciate it. Uh, did we get it? We got your phone number? Yeah. All right. We'll call you back after the show, man. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. There you go. I'm really glad he didn't say the pizza. I don't want Domino's coming after me. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going. With well, that. I don't know. I don't. You could take what I know about raccoon hunting and put it. I mean, I know people go. I know how they do it. I've never been, but I. Yeah. You know, I've had a buddy of mine live trap raccoons that were nuisance, mm-hmm. and we use sardines or we use spam. You know, I, I've heard spam really works too. Yeah. Well, who doesn't like spam? You Everybody know? on the planet, even raccoons. Yeah. Love spam it. number one, the most popular meat in Hawaii. Spam. Figure that out. In Hawaii. In Hawaii. They sell more spam than anything. I don't get it, but they do it. That's what that's what I heard. So, man, look at all the people on Facebook watching us. Walter Swank, Doug, Doug Gearing, Doug, thanks, Steve Hansen, Craig Julison, uh, Don uh, Nigan, uh, John Trembley, Bob Mendenhall. Hey, Semper Fi, Bobby, uh, Matt Glass, Ben Lowe, Scott Greer, Larry from the Iowa Jeep Club. Larry's chiming in. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you chiming in on the stream. That's awesome. I'm glad everybody's enjoying that because we've, like I said, we've since we've been trying to get that figured out since March, and oh, it's exciting. I'm telling you. So, man, we got we got the show done quick today. Two hours or two hours in the books. Two hours in the books goes fast. How about that? Cardinals won. The Cardinals beat the Giants last night. You know, I had a, actually I was playing Gloria down on my St. Louis show because the Blues. That's the Blues theme song since the Blues won the Stanley Cup. I had like 10 emails this week. Please stop playing Gloria. I don't want to hear Gloria anymore. So I guess I'm going to have to finally quit playing it. 
You've been shut down. I've been shut down. You know, hockey season's not that far away. The Iowa Wild's going to be kicking in. And yep. We'll have Iowa Wild tickets to give away here soon. And uh, Nate Groot, what's up, Dan? I'm doing the show, Nate. What's up with you, man? Nate Nate just asked me what I was doing. Yeah, it's an it's a app question. Yeah, well, no, I like that. See, what's really cool, oh, Diane Lynch is watching us. Hi, Diane. Good to see you. Her George, George Lynch's wife. Yeah. Yes. Bobby, Bobby, good to see you. Lynch mob calls, man. There you go. 8.55 and some change. So uh, next week, like I said, uh, we got some fun stuff for you. And, hey, don't, don't forget about Dr. Don's golf tournament. If I got some duffers out there, Brian Waringer. <laughs> Brian, I'm sorry. If I, Brian, how you doing, buddy? It's good to see you. Brian's a good guy. I like Brian. Uh, Dr. Don's golf tournament's coming up uh, soon. Don't forget about that. Tom Norris and Rick Johnson just jumped on. Thanks, Tom. I like that. Boy, this live stream's doing good. So, uh, let's see. Next week, uh, I don't know what we're doing next week. What are we doing next week, Andrew? Do, we, do you know who we got booked next week? No? You and me. You and I? Well, we got somebody booked. <laughs> Thanks for the... Oh, you're welcome, Brad. I, we just got thanked for the sharpener. So, yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, that's what we do the show for. So I know we're going to hear it in the next couple of weeks. Oh, Larry McCoy. I thought we were going to have Larry. We're going to have Larry. We're going to try and get Larry on to talk a little bit about elk calling, uh, different tips. Uh, we're going to try and talk about um, uh, either get Michael Lee or Andy uh, from Lethal Scents uh, on to talk about scent control. Uh, you know, and I want to start pushing that a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to try and get Shaw Grigsby supposed to come back on and talk a little fishing and uh, Denny Brower said he was, we, uh, those guys are fishing tournaments on the weekends right now, but I'm going to try and get either Shaw or Denny uh, on to talk a little about summer fishing patterns. So we'll do that. And then, uh, we might even get, uh, some folks from the DNR. I'm, I've got an invitation out for our new DNR director and, uh, hopefully we get her on here in a few weeks. I just talked to Dale Garner. We're going to have Dale on in a few weeks to talk about the deer population in Iowa and some of the challenges that's going on for that. And, uh, yeah, I know Dave. Dave's over there. Yeah, I'd love to hear Shaw or Denny. Who doesn't? They're great guys. Great guys. So um, we'll see what's going on with that. And then, like I said, you can always go to outdoorsdan.com if you got something going on in your neck of the woods that you want me to talk about. I'll definitely get back with you and, and uh, try to talk about it. Hey, and uh, oh, I uh, I got an invitation to go hunt Colorado next turkey season in May uh, to a place that really hasn't been hunted before. And Andy Wyckoff from Wyckoff Eating and Cooling is going to go with me. I'm really pumped for next May. That is going to be exciting. Hey, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. Thank you so much for tuning in and keeping it here on 1350 ESPN. We really appreciate all of you. We, uh, we couldn't do the show without you. Please tell everybody thank you for supporting the outdoors if you go visit our partners. And until next week, God bless. Please keep it here on 1350 ESPN. See you guys.